what's going on everybody i'm your host kevin welcome to another episode of the holy perspective podcast this is episode number two and it is titled how to live a successful life or how to live a life of success if you have not listened to episode one i would strongly encourage you to go back and listen to that one after this episode in episode one we talked about personal development and spiritual growth and how that is very important in our day-to-day lives episodes one two and three are the foundational pillars to this podcast they pretty much go over the mission statement and what this podcast is all about and i would recommend that everyone listens to those three before listening to our episodes with other guests but if you're new to this podcast i just want to let you know that episodes go live every tuesday in apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify or whatever podcasting platform you choose you could also listen to our podcast episodes at our website holyperspectivepodcast.com follow us on instagram and all that good stuff Um, as a reminder what is the mission statement or the mission of this podcast this podcast was created to invest in the spiritual growth and personal development of every listener equipping you to overcome difficult struggles and to live a successful life, all while staying firm in your faith in a culture that opposes godliness. With every episode, our aim is to prepare you to cause an impact in your circle of influence and continually get you closer to fulfilling the purpose God has created you for. We've all been created with an awesome purpose. We've all been designed to make an impact. And that is my aim, my goal with this podcast, to prepare you to cause an impact, to prepare you to be ready, to be of godly influence and uh, bring value to those around you. So let's bless today's conversation together. It will be just me today, but next week we'll have some guests on the podcast and I'm looking forward to that one. Um, And so we'll just pray. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity to gather together lord although it's virtually we are gathered as one body as one church we thank you father for the opportunity to make your name known may you bless today's conversation may you bless the listeners god that they may receive something from you help us to live lives of success not as we define success god but as you do and to honor and bless those around us god we pray all this in the mighty name of jesus christ amen all right so i kind of gave a little spoiler at the beginning but we are going to be talking about uh success right um and so part of this mission or part of the podcast mission is to enable you to live a successful life right now take a moment right now and think about what that word means to you success what comes to mind when you think about success? Successful individuals, success, right? If you're like me, or rather how I used to be, you may imagining wealthy people, fancy cars, Rolex watches, fancy houses, uh, famous people, celebrities, rappers, being part of a Fortune 500 company, reaching CEO status, right? 
or something along those lines. But today, I want to challenge that idea of success that we, many of us, commonly have, right? Um, and think about this. If this truly was success, having wealth, material things, then why are so many celebrities and millionaires unhappy and unfulfilled? Why do many get to the point uh, in which they want to commit suicide? And many of them do, right? I think of the comedian and, and very well-known actor Robin Williams. Uh, Lord bless his soul that committed suicide. I think of singers like Chester Bennington, the, the lead singer of Linkin Park, for those who don't know, who committed suicide in 2017. Very wealthy individuals, individuals that were known, individuals that had families, individuals that had money, right? Um, so why, right? If, if they reach the pinnacle of success, why would they get to the point of wanting to commit suicide? And the reason, that it, the reason for that is that although wealthy people, a lot of them, not all of them, okay, Although wealthy people generally are rich materially, many of them are poor spiritually, right? So success, there are many departments, ambiences, or areas in which we could use to measure success. But the success that we reach internally in our souls, in our spirits, will affect our external success, whether that be interactions with others, wealth, uh, conversations, our impact, our attitude. So internal success is more important. And um, I'll start off by talking about a story from the Bible called The Rich and the Kingdom. And again, even if you're not faith-oriented, you can have a takeaway from this story, I'm sure of it. And it's right out of Matthew chapter 19. Just to give a little backstory, a wealthy man comes up to Jesus and asks him a simple question, right? So it starts at verse 16. Uh, a wealthy man comes up to Jesus and asks him, Teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life, right? He's asking him, hey, what do I have to do to get into heaven? And Jesus replies, why do you ask me about what is good? There is only one who is good. If you want to enter life, keep the commandments, right? He's telling him, why, why, first of all, why are you even telling me or asking me about what is good? I'm not good, right? Jesus, the Savior, the guy who lived the perfect life is saying he's not good. That, that's a, a subject for another time. But he's just, he's just simply telling him, hey, you want to enter the kingdom? Keep the commandments. So the young man replies, which ones? Which commandments do I have to keep? And Jesus replies, you shall not murder you shall not commit adultery, right? These are, these are things that we've heard before. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. Honor your father and mother and love your neighbor as yourself, right? Pretty simple, basic stuff that we've all heard. So the young man says, yeah, I've kept those. All these I've kept. What do I lack? What do I still lack, right? It's almost like he knew he was lacking something, but he couldn't put his finger on it. He didn't know. And this is the key, right? In verse 21, Jesus says, If you want to be perfect, go. Sell all your possessions and give to the poor. And then you will have a treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me, right? So he says, hey, you want to be my disciple? 
you want to follow me? Go and sell all your possessions, everything that you own. Mind you, this was a rich man or a wealthy man. And then you'd store up treasures in heaven. Then you could follow me. So the young man heard this. He, he heard Jesus' response and he went away sad. Another version of scripture says he was offended because he had great wealth. Then Jesus turns to his disciples, right? Remember, this is a parable. This is a story that Jesus was sharing. Uh, Truly, I tell you, it is hard for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. That is a very bold statement. That is a strong statement to make, right? Um, and I want to be clear and say, hey, I'm not saying wealth is bad. I'm not saying being rich is bad. But in, in God's eyes, uh, wealth is different, right? It's not about how much you have. It's not about how much you can get. It's about how you can use what you have to bless others. How you can use what God's entrusted you with to impact others, right? To bring value. What's the point of having treasures, wealth, if we store it up for ourselves, right? The whole point of him giving to us is so that we can bless and impact others. And that's why Jesus answered this young man simply, okay, you want to be worthy of following me? Sell everything that you own. Because that's what Jesus did. He came, he laid his life down. He gave up his life in service for others. And um, the point being here is that God's um, perspective on being rich and successful, it's not about storing up wealth. It's about being good stewards and using all that he's giving us to bless others. And the more that we give, the more that we bless others, the more he will entrust us with and the more he will give on to us, right? Wealth many times, unfortunately, is tied to greed and covetousness, right? Um, those who perhaps have dealt or, or dabbled in the world of gambling or the stock market or crypto know the struggle. I myself have dabbled in that stuff um, and I still invest, but not as ambitiously as I used to. And you know that it's very easy to get caught up in the greed and uh, this idea of like pushing for more and more and more, uh, more wealth and almost... Sometimes it's at, a, at the expense of others, right? Uh, and that's not good for our heart. That's not good in God's eyes. That's not honorable, right? And again, I'm not trying to say that it's a bad thing to have money, but it's more important to determine why we want to have money for what cost rather than the fact that we just want money, right? Uh, to have nice things for ourselves or the fact that we just want to accumulate wealth, right? I don't know a single person who doesn't want to have wealth or a, a better house or a better living condition for the family, right? But God looks at the heart and that's what we should examine first, the motives. What will we do with what we have? Um, so the why is more important than the want. Um, and so today we're going to talk about what success looks like, right? redefining the idea of success again not success to make a name for ourselves or store up things for ourselves success in the sense of what we can do for others what we can do for those in authority for our neighbor for our loved ones 
And before we move on, I just want to talk about how you can support this podcast. If this podcast blesses your life, if you're uh, enjoying this episode, I know we're kind of getting started, but I want to give people an opportunity to support this ministry if you can, if you want to. Uh, there are many ways you could do that. If you visit our website, holyperspectivepodcast.com slash donate, you will find a form there that you can fill out. You can donate via PayPal. Or if you have Cash App, you can send uh, via Cash App uh, at Holy Perspective or Money Sign Holy Perspective. But hey, if you can't give financially, don't worry. Don't feel bad. I understand. Uh, the best thing you could do actually is share this podcast to others. Uh, write a review on Apple Podcasts. And follow us on Instagram at Holy Perspective Podcast, on TikTok at Holy Perspective. The best thing you could do is bless someone with this message. And if this has, you know, impacted your life, make a short story on Instagram. Share it with a family member through text message, through WhatsApp, whatever. The best thing you could do is help us reach more people. So we're talking about success today. Uh, so let's define success. Okay, we know what success is not. What is true success? So I came up with three points here. Uh, true success is measured by... Number one, fulfilling the purpose we were created for. Number two, leaving a legacy. And number three, having healthy relationships. All right, so let's talk about that first one. Fulfilling the purpose for which God has created us for. So we all have a destiny, okay? We all have a reason, a purpose for which we were created. All right, if we read scriptures... Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you, right? We're spiritual beings. For those who believe, uh, for those who consider themselves to be Christians, you'll know that we are spiritual beings. And God knows us um, and creates us as a finished product before he places us on this earth, right? He knows the impact we will have. He knows the decisions we will make. And he predestines us to be chosen, right? And, and if, I believe if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you believe that you are someone that's been put on this earth to make a difference, right? So I want to encourage you with that, number one. You have a, uh, a purpose for which you were created, right? We all have a destiny. And here's the beautiful thing. That destiny is tied to others. That destiny, again, is not to make ourselves known, gain a million followers on Instagram. All that stuff will come as a byproduct if we follow the call that God has given us, right? Um, when we leave this earth, we can't take our wealth with us. However, the impact that we have on others stays. The impact that we have by fulfilling our purpose stays, right? And Here's the, here's the thing to understand. Our purpose in God is never for ourselves, right? Every gift, everything he entrusts us with is for the service of others, to bless others, right? So our goal should be to discover that purpose and continually take steps towards fulfilling that purpose, right? Why? Because others will be blessed as we walk into it. One of the main reasons why people become unhappy or moody 
or unfulfilled, it's because they lack a sense of purpose. It's because they feel like they're not making a difference in their work, in their circle of influence, with their loved ones. So unhappiness comes. And that's why rich people, as we were talking about in the beginning, some of them feel this way, right? They've been stuck at a job for, for years. They've been doing the same thing for so long, but they feel like, yes, I'm making good money, but am I really making an impact, right? And that is the beautiful thing. It doesn't matter if you have a, a job that just makes 40 grand, 50 grand a year, but if you're passionate, if you love what you do, if you're genuinely making a difference and you're fulfilled, that's fine, right? Although, as I, as I tell those I love, don't settle for that. Always strive for more. Right? If you're making a difference, aim to grow so that you can make an even bigger difference. Right? Uh, the worst thing we can do is stay at a job that we dislike because we make good money. Right? So the flip side is, okay, maybe you make more, 100 grand, 200 a year. I don't know. Uh, maybe you're a millionaire, but you hate the job. You hate what you do the office staff, the administration, management, the culture that you work at, the business you work for, the values that they stand for. Um, you're just unhappy, right? And I would, the best thing you could do in that scenario is quit, right? Find something else because fulfillment will only come by doing what we love and by making a difference in others. So the first thing that we can use to define success, how successful we are being in our life is are we fulfilling the purpose that we are created for right are we carrying out our life a life life's mission and if we're not then we need to take some time to discover our gifting discover what we're talented at ask our loved ones get some feedback send out some surveys to people do what we have to do volunteer whether it's at a church at a community center somewhere and figure out ourselves right our identity what we love to do what we're good at because that is the the first step in figuring out our purpose right when i was growing up when i was uh volunteering at the church i did everything i was an usher i was a youth leader i was a musician i was in production and video and lighting i was a teacher i was a pastoral assistant I was a web developer. I did tons of things. I tried everything. And all that experience served me years later. But I say that to say that in that process of volunteering and serving my community, I discovered that I have a love for teaching and communicating. And that's what I'm doing right now. But that I would have never discovered that by staying at my job, by doing the same thing over and over. Um, you know, not starting new projects, not helping others in their time of need. We discover what we're good at, what we're created for by serving through service. So that's number one. Number two, we can define success by leaving a legacy. Oh, and I love this one, right? Life is all about making an impact, multiplying ourselves in others putting systems in place that work, not just for us, but for a company, an organization, a school, a church, whatever, creating systems that not just help us, help others to grow, to be efficient, to be successful, and not just systems, but got a good godly attributes, 
a character of virtue, of integrity, right? Think about this. What do people say about you when you are not around, when they're talking about you? If you had to define yourselves, what words would you use? Right? I, I would hope that people would say that you're an honest man or woman, a person of integrity, someone that works with excellence, someone that's punctual, right? Someone that is responsible, follows up with their responsibilities. Um, someone that's dedicated, loyal, trustworthy, right? That respects others, not someone controversial that stirs up strife, someone loving, someone joyful, right? That others want to be around, that are attracted to. That is how we leave a legacy by our care and love towards those around us, right? And so this is, this has two sides to it. One is how we treat others, right? Leaving an impact in the sense of how we love, how we treat, how we communicate, how we interact with others. And number two, how we make an impact in the sense of creating a business, a system that blesses others. For example, if you are skilled at something, whether it be cooking, communicating, podcasting, entertainment, production, IT, journalism, whatever, if you were to create an online course, right, a master class for others to go and watch your content, maybe for free, maybe as a paid subscription service, I don't know, but don't let that knowledge die with you. Don't let that knowledge stay within yourselves, within your mind, your brain. Share it with others, right? That is an example of causing an impact. And guess what? The more you teach, the more you repeat, right? Those things that you're already doing, the, the better you get at it, the more you will grow. I realized this myself. Whenever I taught others, poured into others, I would just become better, sharper, more efficient, Right. And so don't let the good things about you die with you, but pour them out into someone else. Right. Whenever you <clears throat> uh, whenever you do something, do it with others in mind. Right. Think about how those things that you're doing, whether it's work, whether it's a hobby, whether it's how you spend your time. Think about how that will affect those around you, your family, God, your coworkers those that you love, because that will change your attitude and your approach to life, right? You are people-oriented now. You're thinking about how your actions affect others, right? And there's this cliche statement, what would Jesus do? But the fact of the matter is that Jesus always did things with people in mind, right? He did things purposefully, Every story that he shared, every parable that he shared, every city he visited, every sermon he gave was with a specific purpose to bless lives, to bring a lesson, to help their disciples grow and discover their gifting, whether it was to perform miracles, get one step closer towards fulfilling his purpose, being crucified and dying for mankind. Everything that he did he did with a specific purpose. So how much more should we model after him and do things purposefully to bless others? Right. So number one, how do we define success? By fulfilling the purpose that we were created to fulfill. Number two, how do we define success? By leaving a legacy. Number three, success is 
having healthy relationships. And this ties into episode one. And this ties into really what this podcast is all about. I want you guys to flourish in your relationships. What do I mean by that? Have no grudges, no unforgiveness, right? To be able to stare at people in the face and know that you don't owe them anything, that you're not in debt, that no, you haven't messed up with this person. Man, that's the best feeling in the world to just have a clean slate with people, right? Um, again, when we leave this earth, we take nothing, but we do leave an impact, but we do leave people behind that we love and care for, right? So are we going to leave behind grudges, uh, burned bridges? How will we be remembered once we leave this earth? Um, and this is so key, guys, and I've learned this throughout the years. You want to keep healthy relationships. It doesn't matter if it's with your boss, your community, the team you play for, uh, your coworkers. Sometimes we make the mistake of thinking, oh, I'm not going to be here for long. I'm going to leave this school. I'm going to leave this city and, and I'll just forget these people. But I realized this as not, I moved to Las Vegas two years ago and I needed references for the jobs I was applying for, right? At least for a decent job, they will call up past supervisors to make sure that you're a good candidate. And I was like, thank God I left in good terms, right? When I left my previous employer, my previous church, because I needed them to give a good reference to speak about my character, right? And if we do a crappy job at our job with our relationships, and we're like, ah, I'm only going to deal with them for a certain time. I, I won't have to deal with them later. And because of that, we treat them with indifference, with a lack of excellence. Uh, that's going to come back to bite us, right? That's going to come back to affect us negatively. Because once we need a reference, once we need them, chances are they won't be there for us, right? They'd have to be very mature, very loving. But the fact of the matter is, is that they would not be able to give a good recommendation to speak good on our behalf. Why? Because we haven't treated them the right way. Um, so having healthy relationships is so, so important. And so I want to stay here for a time. Uh, you never know when you will need people. You never know when you will have to reach out to that loved one, to that old boss, that old supervisor. Um, and... Maybe you're like, okay, I have good work relationships, but maybe you're not getting along with your dad, your mom, with your ex, right, with your spouse. Maybe this is the message you had to hear to kind of push you to give that person a call. And you know who that person is. Maybe you need to make amends, ask for forgiveness or forgive to reconcile with them. Maybe this is what you needed. And I would encourage you, call that person, make amends, set yourself free, right? And, and, and I'm very choosy with my wording here, set yourself free. I once heard somebody say this and it stuck with me. Unforgiveness, right? When we hold a grudge, when we don't forgive people, is like drinking a poison, hoping that another person will get sick, that another person will die right if we drink poison the only person that's going to be affected is us unforgiveness is like holding a prison 
within our heart, but the person inside that, per that, that prison is us, right? We're encaging ourselves. We're not allowing ourselves to move on, to move forward. And many times the person that we haven't forgiven is unaware, right, of the wrong they've done, or maybe they just don't care. Uh, they're just living life normally, and yet here we are stuck, bitter, thinking about the past, thinking about the hurt, what they've done to us. And I'm not neglecting the fact that people haven't gone through traumatic experiences or, or people haven't been, um, you know, betrayed, molested, or whatever it may be, unfortunately. Um, but the fact of the matter is that it comes a point in our life where we have to choose to move forward, right? And I believe this might be the sign that you need to move forward, to choose not to stay, to forgive, because you will never be able to live a successful life, a fulfilled life, unless you forgive and you have healthy relationships, a clean slate. So just a quick recap. How do we measure success? Number one, fulfilling our purpose, right? We were all created by a divine purpose. Number two, making an impact in the lives of others. We all have gifts, talents, knowledge, that, that information should not stay with us. We should pour it out. Number three, having healthy relationships. No unforgiveness, but simply good relationships, making a good name for ourselves, not because we're after fame, but simply a good name for ourselves will be the byproduct of service, of love, and of treating others the right way. So success is not measured in how much we have, how much we can get, how much we can store up for ourselves, but it's measured in how much we can give, how we can use what God has given us to bless others. So if you want to have a successful life, strive for these things. The aim of this podcast is to get you closer to having success in this sense. And again, I'm not saying that I don't want you to be wealthy, that I don't want you to have money, by all means, if you're going to use that for the right motives to bless others, I want you to have success. I want you to be wealthy. But prosperity first starts in the soul, right? There's a verse from scripture that says, beloved, I wish that you would be prospered as your soul prospers. So prosperity starts first internally, and then it's manifested externally. You don't want to get success and rich externally first but then your heart is still corrupted, bitter, holding on forgiveness. Uh, you covet, you have envy, uh, greed. It will not be good. The wealth that you use would not have the right impact. It would have a negative impact. So success starts first internally. And I'm sure that as you follow these principles, success will come, right? When I moved out here to Las Vegas in 2020, I came with a mission, right? I was going to enter the education field. I was going to, I wanted to make an impact within young adults, within the youth. And it took two years to be able to get this started. But as I served within my community, as I taught in public schools, I started to discover giftings about myself. I started to see God's hand. He provided over $4,000 of transitional funding 
The first house I moved into was completely furnished without me having to pay a dime. And you're like, maybe those are lucky coincidences. No, I don't think so. I think that God was with me every step of the way, and he made sure that I was taken care of. Why? Because I was just choosing to walk in his purpose for my life. I wanted to bless others. I wanted to have healthy relationships. How did I do that being out here? Practically, I would call my parents almost every every weekend, every other week or every week. I will keep in touch with my old friends, my old pastors at the church I grew up with in Miami. And I was making an active effort to make new connections within my new community here in Las Vegas, within the church, within the school I was working at. And I still do. I have a great community. I'm actively involved. And guess what? Having good relationships takes time. It takes an investment. And if you're like me, I tend to be selfish with my time and, I, and I'm okay doing my thing all day, but we need to schedule in time for community. We need to schedule in time for having that meaningful, quality time with others, connections. Because ultimately, we're going to be blessed and we're going to benefit. Uh, you never know if those are your next potential clients, business partners, spouse. And the fact is that if you live life on your own, just doing your own thing, you, you won't ever be able to launch that, that business, launch that project, right? Because our purpose, again, is tied to others, and we will need that support. So without further ado, I'm going to close things off here today. It might have been a shorter pro, uh, podcast episode than we're accustomed to, but I hope that it's blessed your life. I hope that you have a good takeaway and that you are inspired. Um, and really what success looks like and fulfilling a life of success. So again, I want to encourage you to connect next week in episode three. We will be talking about how to stand firm in your faith in a culture that opposes that faith and, and is ungodly. My, I'm going to have one of my good friends on. I'm not going to spoil who it is, but... I hope that you connect next week and uh, help us to share this episode with others. Again, my name's Kevin. I'm your host. And it was an absolute pleasure to have this conversation with you today. So love you guys. Hope to hear from you on Instagram, TikTok, wherever. And um, I'll be talking to you all soon. So have a blessed day. Take care, y'all. Love you. Peace.